Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. What's up, my Light the Fight peeps? This is David flying solo with you here tonight. And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, you'll be able to see who's next to me. And since Heidi could not be here, we have a signature Heidi Swap lock, lock box, light box that says everything in just three little sentences or three little words. Don't freak out. If Heidi was here, we wouldn't be freaking out. But since she's not here, we're freaking out a little bit because I don't know what to do without her. Usually she brings the problems. I bring the solutions. But I think we got something for you today to uh, give you guys some information that we haven't talked about before. And since Heidi isn't here, let me just give you a friendly little reminder uh, about our upcoming workshop seminar in August. And the date of that, what's the date of that again, Brandon? August 2nd and 3rd here in uh, South Jordan, Utah. Sign up on lightthefight.com and it'll be a perfect opportunity right before school gets going for you to have all the best skills, to have your parenting game on point. Your A game is going to be out to start the new school year and visit us on lightthefight.com for registering for our workshop. And also a big shout out and thank you to our community sponsor and community uh, partner, which is 1-800-CONTACTS, who's bringing this to you and making this all possible. And just a little helpful reminder to not freak out. Just want to put this little light box next to me. If you're not watching us on YouTube, it says don't with like a little lemon piece of fruit. It says freak, some flip-flops, out, and of course a pineapple. So basically it's trying to remind each and every one of you to go to the beach if there's a beach near you. If not, go to a pool. Do something that's going to help you relax so you don't freak out because let's face it, nobody likes a person who's losing their stuff and freaking out all the time. And to help you have less freakouts at home. I'm going to talk about tonight um, something that I haven't shared before here on this podcast, and it's just a little tool, a little tip for you people out there who have intimate relationship partners. So husbands with your wives, wives with your husbands, um, wives with your wives, husbands with your husbands, adopted people, blended families, whatever kind of family you got, whatever kind of intimate relationship you have. This one in particular is not something that I originally started to do with teenagers. It's something you can do with your teenager and your younger kids. I always suggest doing these things starting off when they're still in the elementary age. So you can give them an opportunity to be a part of the family business. And here at Light the Fight, we're always talking about seeing your family as if it is a family business. But more specifically, this um, tool I came up with a long time ago helping out parents. And as I said, it does help with your kids. So let me get start off by giving you the name of what this is called. Excuse me. And like all the things I do, I got to name it. If I can make it rhyme, I make it rhyme because it's just easier to remember. And I, don't know, I get a laugh out of it. I get a kick out of it. But this one is called Don't Hate, Congratulate. So what Don't Hate, Congratulate is it's. So let me set a, a little picture for you here, a little story for you. So 
say I have uh, two people uh, that are partners in a relationship coming to me. They're, they're having struggles with their relationship. They're just, they're not really good at talking about their problems. Now, all too often, and people don't realize that they do this, but all too often when people are picking at each other and bringing up issues and problems and they're trying to, it seems like they're trying to get one another's goat, but in reality what's happening, and I truly believe this is totally subconscious, I don't think people are intentionally doing this, but in reality what can be happening is everyone wants to be in a partnership and a relationship that they feel is going to be strong and have a strong foundation so that it'll help them and protect them through the most difficult times in their life. Well, how would you know if your relationship is strong if it's not being tested? Well, a lot of you out there may have real big challenges that are testing your relationship, but for those of you who don't have serious life challenges and serious issues like, you know, you don't know where you're going to be able to get money to pay for your rent or your mortgage or you have a, a kid or, you know, one of your children are dealing with a serious illness or an accident. If you don't have real serious stuff, it's easy to fall in the habit of poking the poking holes in the ship to see if it still sinks. So what I mean by that is we accidentally or knowingly pick fights and jab at each other to see how the other person is going to handle it. If they don't handle it well, if they haven't been paying attention to you, then they're going to say things that you don't want them to say. They're going to be able to prove to you that they still have a lot of work to do. So in the, in the spirit of trying to be solution focused, I came up with this simple little thing called don't hate, congratulate. So basically what it is, is I take um, two partners and after they've talked about their issues and their struggles with each other, I, told, I tell them usually in a roundabout way that the issue isn't their problem that they're mad. It's about how they communicate this problem. And where is their frustration coming from? Like, what are they getting out of <coughs> poking at their partner and bring up all their partner's insecurities, problems, faults, mistakes, what have you? Also, often when I ask someone after they feel like they've been justified in um, doing um, uh, a shame-based rant or just coming unglued at their, their partner, after they feel like they've been justified because their partner did a lot of you know, bad or mean things to them. I just simply ask them a basic question, something like, okay, you threw some shots at your partner. You made them feel like crap. You insulted them. You used sarcasm to belittle them. And what did you get from that? How's that helping you out? Pretty often people can't come up with great reasons how making fun of their partner or bringing up their mistakes or issues that they have and kind of kicking them when they're down or in a bad place not too often are people coming up with a good reason for doing that. It's usually around the lines where they feel justified because they've been hurt first. So what I did was I came up with this don't hate, congratulate. And it's a very simple exercise. All you do is you sit down with your partner and you agree. You tell me, listen to the Light the Fight podcast. Kind of if they'll listen to it, play this episode for them. But basically what you tell them is that we need practice talking to each other about things that are happening throughout the week not just bringing up all of our problems and issues with each other. Because no one wants to have their problems brought up to them. Specifically, they don't want to have brought up to them by the person who's seeing all your mistakes because you're in a relationship with them. It's almost an unfair advantage. People on the outside world, if, if you're in an intimate relationship, dating, marriage, whatever it is, and you feel like your partner is constantly bringing up your issues to other people and making it look bad, well, they are around you all the time to see that. 
And if people at work and other aspects of life respect you and admire you more and you wish your partner saw you like them, it's because your partner doesn't have that experience with you. They're not just your coworker, your friend. They have to deal with you and you leave the, the toilet seat up or down. Is it up or down? I can't. Obviously, I'm not listening to my wife too well about that one. So whatever pisses women off, I think it's leaving the toilet seats up, right? Okay, leaving the toilet seat up. Um, they're with you in those little annoying, nagging things. But if we take shots at each other, and when I say take shots, like criticize, belittle, use sarcasm at our partners too often, it breaks down the trust of the relationship. It breaks down the person feeling like they're going to have a chance to be open about their feelings. And when you have real things that need to be talked about, like serious matters at hand that need to be addressed, it's going to be really hard to deal with those and handle those if you've been nitpicking at each other and fighting over petty stuff and, you know, getting in arguments all the time. So don't hate congratulate is simply you tell your partner one thing that you saw them do this week, something that maybe you thought about telling them about how happy you were that they did this. Maybe it was uh, something that um, you kind of mentioned like, oh, thanks for doing that for me. And you kind of lightly said it was a good thing, but you thought about how cool that was. You were thinking about it, maybe even bragged to your friends or told your friends how good it went, that it could have went really bad. But for some reason this time it went really well. We make a mistake sometimes of not telling our loved ones these little moments and these little wins that they have. So the first part of the don't hate congratulate is you simply say, hey, whoever, whatever your partner's name, you bring up something that they did that week or just in the very recent, you know, past and tell them how much it meant to you, you know, how it's kind of a big deal and just really be detailed about how unique that was, how important that was, but make sure when you do it, don't make it a backhanded compliment. Don't say, wow, you know, sweetheart, I was so happy that when I made this mistake earlier this week that, you know, you didn't get mad at me and, I was already feeling down and bad and, and you didn't get mad at me. And so I really appreciate that. And, you know, let's say the wife says, oh, thank you so much. And then this is where the husband can screw it up. He said, say it like this, because, you know, in the past, what you usually do is you'll make fun of me and you'll, you'll kick me when I'm down. You'll blah, 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 talk trash me, remind me of all these other mistakes. And then we get in a fight. And so I'm so glad that you're not being a bad partner so that I don't have to look like a bad husband or get in fights with you all the time. That didn't sound like the first compliment, and it usually can turn into another fight. So here's the rules of the game. You say only statements about something that you like about your partner, something that they did, something you're impressed with. Give some details, and that's it. Don't tell them about the past that they used to do it wrong, and you're happy they're doing it right. Simply just state what went well, how it made you feel, and how thankful you are. They will get and understand the message of do more of this instead of what you used to do. Then... So you say it first, then your partner takes a turn. Usually it's good to do this at the end of the night when you're kind of getting ready for bed or just any time where it's just the two of you. And so you do it, then you have your partner do it. The partner does the same thing. They give you this compliment. They give you some feedback that shows you that you did acknowledge them and you did recognize some good things they're doing throughout the week. Now the next time, now we're at the second round. Now you give yourself a compliment and share with your partner why you're giving the compliment, meaning why have you been working on this? A lot of times partners don't even know that we're trying to better ourselves in all these different ways. They will only see our mistakes. 
They will only acknowledge when we're frustrated, but we may be doing good. We may, we may be meeting goals. We may be working on being more polite. Let's say your partner gives you something to work on. Like, Hey, I'd like if you not make fun of me about the subject. And then throughout the week, you could give yourself a compliment if you didn't make fun of her or make fun of him about this specific subject and say, Hey, this week I was really glad that instead of taking shots at you and being sarcastic, you know, I realized that you don't like that and that would make anyone mad. So did you notice, or you could just say, I worked on not being sarcastic and saying mean things to you all week. And then you just leave it at that. Then the other person goes, well, here's something I worked on all this week to try to, you know, invest in our relationship, let you know that I have been paying attention and listening to you. It could be the simplest, smallest little things. As we all know in relationships, we've all heard the saying, it's the little things that count. What does that saying really mean? Here's what the saying actually means. Anyone can talk a big game. Anyone can say they love you or they'll do anything for you. I would die for you. And that person may not apologize just for being an idiot the day before and hurting your feelings. So when we say the little things, it really comes down to you can talk a big game, but we need to see you play it. You just need to do what you're saying you're going to do instead of saying, I'm sorry for not doing it or promising you'll do it next time. Just do it. Okay, so the second round is everybody gets a chance to pat themselves on the back and give themselves a compliment, but it really helps the partner because now the partner sees, wow, they actually take this serious. They're doing something that I even know they're even, every time I've had people do this, people are usually surprised that their partner was thinking about something that they had no idea they're thinking about. And if they didn't do this exercise, they would have keep, they would have continued to not know. They would have missed the mark. Most people can agree or can relate to one person comes home as grumpy. The other person's excited to have them home, trying to make it nice and enjoyable for them. The grumpy person's like, rah, rah, I don't want to talk, whatever, and they're kind of rude. And then the person that's trying to make the night special, trying to help them out, says, fine. If you want to be nice to me, if you don't want to do this, well, then fine. I'm not going to talk to you. Well, then the grumpy person settles down. They come into the kitchen. They say, hey, how's your night? How's it going? Now the other partner's like, nope, not having it. I don't want to talk to you. What do you think the grumpy person eventually does when they get rejected and the nice person is not accepting their apology? They get grumpy back. Sound familiar? That's right, because it happens in every partnership. Doesn't matter if it's straight, gay, LGBTQ, partners do not see eye to eye. This is just a natural, normal thing that happens. So this exercise of don't hate congratulate gives you a chance to communicate something to them that you have seen and noticed then it gives you a chance to pat yourself on the back to give them information about you that you care about and you're working on and then it sets you up for number three so here's round number three this is where you get to tell your partner something that they did or something that happened that you were unhappy with maybe you're hurt by you're disappointed by but after you've given yourself a compliment You've given them a compliment. You've already set the stage and the groundwork for, I just now want to give you helpful information that could connect us better as opposed to telling your partner all the things you don't like that they did wrong. So it sounds something along these lines. Let's say you're a woman and you're mad at your partner because all week long your partner didn't acknowledge um, your hard work your, you know, your wins, your great efforts to make their week better because let's say they had a stressful week and you felt unappreciated. You felt like they took advantage of all your niceness and kindness and you did all the work and all they did was be grumpy and you had to pick up all the pieces of all their bad moods, okay? Well, what happens in this scenario is instead of just saying, hey, 
Uh, I really was hurt by you this week and it was unfair how you treated me like that. I went out of my way to help you out and you always do this to me. Don't want to do that. Take this approach instead. And it's easier to do this after there's been compliments back and forth given. It would start along these lines. I don't know if this is intentional. In fact, I truly, I truly am going to give you the benefit of the doubt that what I'm about to say was something that happened, but you didn't mean to happen. So I'm going to tell you what happened, how it made me feel not to criticize you and to make you feel like you're a bad partner, but actually to give you information to help you be even that better of a partner. So then let's imagine this woman said something along these lines. This week, I felt it very important for me to tell you all the efforts that you have been working on are going to pay off. This week, I wanted to make your life easier because I knew how stressed you were. This week, I made an absolute priority to be your support person to have your back. And even though I don't think you did on purpose, I didn't feel like you acknowledged all my hard work and effort. Maybe you thought about it, but I didn't really, usually I would expect you to say a lot more. So I was a little hurt by it. I was frustrated, but I didn't want to make it about me. So I waited for us to talk about this right now so I could tell you in a kind, polite way because I don't want us to fight. I just want to share how I felt. Now that's a whole lot better of way of saying it than just telling someone that you were hurt by them and pissed off. Come on, you guys. We're living in a world now where everybody can just type up a message, can say horrible things, or you're mean to me, I'm mean to you, I'll block you, I'll ghost you. But giving each other compliments, knowing that we're about to say something hard, means that we respect the other person's sensitivity, that they may not have meant to do those things. They have an ego. With everyone's ego, it's hard to take criticism and things that make us look bad. So each person does the same thing. They make I statements. And I forgot to add that part earlier. For those people who've been to counseling, old, old kind of corny thing, counseling that still works. But you can make I statements or you can just talk about it from your own personal perspective. So you could say, I felt that what you said was rude and disrespectful. I felt hurt by it. Um, in my opinion, you could have done it a different way. I didn't think that it was something that I deserved at that moment. And I could be wrong, but I didn't think that I deserved to be, you know, talked to like that. See, the difference of stating it like this versus just saying you always do this every time. You know, I wish I could tell you the truth, but you can't handle it because you're just going to get mad at me. These are games that we go back and forth, back and forth. Think about yourself. Think in your relationships how many times you've been petty and immature, not because you're a petty and immature person, just because you felt like it wasn't fair that you had to deal with someone else's pettiness and all their maturity. So you wanted to try on that hat and you wanted to be a person that didn't have to worry about hurting anyone's feelings and you didn't want to have to worry about being this perfect person. You listen to podcasts, you read books for self-improvement and you're always trying to be nice to people, but today you just didn't feel like being nice. You're just going to tell them how you feel. We don't want to let go of all the good things you've learned to communicate. So doing the don't hate congratulate um, exercise, it's something that you and your intimate partner can practice. You don't have to do it every night. But like the high and lows family exercises, when I have parents do this with their kids, I label this as management training. 
A management training exercise for your kids is to have your little kids, you give them a compliment, they give you a compliment. You tell them something you've been working on, they tell you something they've been working on. Then you go first and tell them something in a soft, very, you know, statement form way of, you know, when you said this, kind of hurt my feelings, but you're just giving them information. And then you allow them to say things to you. Now, make sure if you're asking your kids to give you criticism to help them practice talking and coming to you, make sure you allow them a whole lot of passes and don't hold them to the same standard of an adult. So what I mean by that is if your kids say, well, you're mean to me last week and it was unfair and you shouldn't treat me like that. Don't take it personal and get pissed off if a nine-year-old says that to you. They're just trying to figure that out. Now, for your adult partner, you might be like, Hey, you know what? I get what you're saying, but would you mind just kind of lay off on the you and always, and you always do this to me? With your kid, it's better that they know that you can handle criticism and that when you ask for it, you don't say, tell me something about me that you would have wanted differently this week. Well, if your kid says something like, oh, I don't know, dad, uh, I wish you would have actually spent time with me like little Timmy's dad next door because he always plays sports with them and you're always gone. If that's your one insecurity you feel bad about that you're not playing enough time with your kids, if you at that moment say, well, wait a sec, you know, I bet Timmy's dad doesn't have a job like my job. See, I would totally be there with you, son. You realize that it's not because I don't love you. Listen to me. Knock it off. Your kid doesn't want to hear it. That's not part of the exercise. The exercise is not to convince your kids that all your mistakes had good intentions. The exercise is to let your kids or your partner talk to you about things that they think you can't handle. So it helps you hear difficult things. It helps them practice expressing difficult things. And guess what? You're going to get better at taking criticism and they're going to get better at saying it in a non-critical way. So take that home. Give it a shot. It's called Don't Hate. Congratulate. And yes, I did make it rhyme. And yes, I did borrow that from some rappers in the 90s that started saying, yeah, don't hate. Congratulate. I don't know who said it first, but I took it and now I'm using it for a parent or intimate partner technique and tool. This exercise going back and forth at nighttime, having these conversations warms difficult conversations up, but it gives your kids, your partners, and yourself practice at talking about the things that actually matter instead of blowing all your energy and time about petty things at the end of the day that aren't life-threatening and that don't really matter that much. So let us know what you think on lightthefight.com. You can leave us a message. You can leave us a DM, share some of your wins with us. You can just thank us like a lot of people do. Uh, You can complain. Um, I don't answer those messages, by the way, the complaints. I'm too sensitive for that. (laughs) I start going, wait, what did we say it was wrong? Fortunately, I think we've only like two complaints in over the past year and there are minor things like our audio or, you know, we said a word in a way that they didn't like we said it and I get it. We don't mean to offend anyone. So if we've said words that are offensive to you on this podcast, hopefully you can give us the benefit of the doubt because our intentions, our heart is in a good place. And we're just trying to figure this out. We're trying to help you guys navigate through your parent parenting, through your intimate relationships in your family. So thanks for being a part of Light the Fight. Thanks for visiting us on social media and being involved in everything that we're doing and for following us and supporting us and just being a great overall fan. And to Heidi that's not here, I know she would say two things you. One, don't freak out. And until next time, thank you for helping us light the fight.